Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a virtual episode of Woody Brown Podcast featuring Ben Dunlop, James Arman, Greg Forrest, and Dan Wong. Let's get this party started. in the tent with the boys although we're we're missing a couple but craig force is here looking for a big night we're gonna light up a great show for you dan wong is here and we even have the usual host of the show whose dulcet tones are ruined by the internet because he's in edmonton ahead of canada's crucial world cup qualifiers against recently visa granted costa rica and tail between their legs mexico james Sharman. From the Edmonton Suites in Edmonton. I hope I didn't give that away, actually, if you got any crazy fans. Are well, I, see, I don't want to see Edmonton Suites. That's the only hotel I know because you praise <clears> them. <throat> You're not in the mall, are you? No. Because it's a small room, right? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you where I am. Why would I tell? Why not? millions of listeners on this, on this podcast. Why not? Them. Who would stalk what? you? Who would stalk you? Who would it um, be? Wonger hasn't met soccer fans yet, so. Yeah. Do you I don't think they stalk the me the per se. I mean, yeah, I've had a yes. couple of weirdos, but not stalkers per se. Never, never like hot ones. Yeah, uh, we'll so, give the address of the hotel on the end of the show, right? So uh, when you took the <laughs> and the room number, when you took the transfer from the airport to the Edmonton Suites, uh, room number four four two. What was the temperature? Because I'm sure that's the question you're going to be asked repeatedly on your uh, nine day trip there. I just jumped from the cab to the hotel, right? I didn't get much time outside yet, but it didn't seem very cold. People were in jackets, but I didn't see my breath or anything. No, so I think it's, um, I think there's a high of like nine today and a low of maybe minus one or something, I think. That's actually that's too good. It's too good. It's going to get colder it's next perfect. week, apparently. It, it's too good that if it was zero at kickoff, it's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, like that's two. like for, for Costa Rica. Friday. I mean, that's, you warm up, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about. Yeah. Dehydration as much. It's. it's I, I saw that it might dip uh, for the Mexico game. It might to it minus was, nine was the low. It, it was cold, and, I, and minus nine is cold. Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, we were in the we were in the garage last year doing that show at minus nineteen, mm. and my gout blew up because <laughs> my feet froze. <laughs> wow. Yes. Had nothing to do with the twenty four beers you drank. Nothing to do with my 
diet. It all had to do with the cold. The doctor said so. I think I've heard you make a gout reference before, but I thought it was just for jokes. It's a real plague. It, it real. It, I literally the day after, and I called my doctor, and he said, uh, "Have you been drinking?" I go, "Well, actually, that night we didn't. We smoked more because we were watching the game down You're pointing in at me for. Suriname. I'm sorry, I'm pointing at Craig. Suriname. Remember that? Uh, Let's we, take it back. The to when Suriname. We were of Suriname. Yes, when we were we were wondering what it was a five to one shellacking or five zip shellacking anyways afterwards we i went home lying in bed and uh my foot exploded with horrible pain and razor sharp blades in my joint and i couldn't walk and my kids were all nervous and they did everything they could and i called my doctor the next day and he said take as many things as you can i'll start prescribing you something called allopurinol so now i and am your a- daughters are wishing they were with their mom well <laughs> They wish that every time they're with me. <laughs> nah, they love you. They prescribed you what? They love you. Their pot smoking dad that they know nothing about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They must talk about you to their friends as like just this phenomenal father, right? Yeah. Just this, well, this the only straight reason I, edge. Yes. Cultured. I know the one thing they have said is consistent. Culture? And I have to say, amongst my friends, I am like there's it's pretty much a straight line, you know, up. I've always said I'm going to peak at 55 mm. because then the back end will be really slow too. Is this year 55 now? Yeah, coming up. Wow, yeah, coming up. It's my best I year think, ever. Well, no, I think I think the back end is going to be rapid, a rapid decline for you. That's my guess. That's also my. Sherms is a grim reaper. He's a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you've been so great so far, right? There's this gradual incline to peak at 55. And then it's going to be like, you know, you, you've made it up to Everest, right? With yeah. the Sherpas, and then you're going to have to and down and be down in base camp within about an hour and a half. Right. What I just and, think, but think about like Dunlop and Forrest. They peaked like, are they like, they peaked in their 30s and 20s. Dunlop yeah, we, is in his 30s. I know. And look at me now. In a tent with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Like it took me 55 years <laughs> to get here. See, you'd be, you'd be just retiring now if you're, if I was a footballer. Yeah. Yeah. How old do you exist? I am 35. 35. That's yeah. when I retired. I might be a couple of years. Only because I was right. missing a nut. Right. Otherwise, you would have kicked well, B, off. Well, B, let me ask you this, B. Um, you're 35. Have you got to the point now, B, where you're watching football and you're realizing that you are actually older than all the players? That was a big moment for me when I stopped empathizing with my, you know, people of my own vintage and realizing everyone is younger than me considerably. Have you been to that point yet? Do well, you feel that way? It's been delayed, right? Because the greatest player in the game is older than me, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Zlatan is 40 and he's the greatest player in the Serie A. Right. So that feeling and that experience has been delayed. When, when Gigi Buffon will probably be the first of the older class to finally hang up the boots, or maybe not, maybe then not. maybe it'll officially start then. But uh, I was thinking that actually looking at David Edgar on the touchline at York the other weekend when I went to the game alone because you guys abandoned me because you were too busy with your families. And I went to the game to represent Footy Prime on Saturday. And I was looking <laughs> I was looking at David Edgar in the uh, in the dugout there with Bobby Smirnionis, and we have the matching man buns. And I realized he's younger than me. And now here he is in the second stage of, uh, of his career. That's right. So this is my second stage. Well, I was texting with him the other day and oh, asking yeah? how uh, he's doing. And uh, he said, couldn't be happier, couldn't be doing anything I'd rather be doing. Um, I don't know if I said that right. B was, B was called a legend on the internet uh, because I guess you were on a podcast, right, that 
I don't know. Were you on, on a podcast, podcast talking about Dero? Recently? Yes. Oh, are you talking about Avery, the Avery Sports Avery Show? Avery Sports Show, yes. Yeah. He introduced me as a, yeah, I, I guess I, I am at that age then where um, my best days are behind me, I guess, if I'm being referred to as a legend. So you put four, yeah, like you're 34, five. and you're 35, and you're a legend now mm-hmm. of sports broadcasting. What a legacy, huh? Shit. It Pretty. took Don Cherry how long? And, <laughs> and now you're 35, you can actually have an excuse for being slow. Right. Well, if I'm the host of the show, we've gone seven minutes in and we haven't talked about anything but each other. Maybe that's about right. That's slow. about normal. That's also very normal. <laughs> um, there are a few exciting things to get to beyond Charmin's location in Edmonton for the Faithfuls uh, or Avery from the Avery Sports Show to track you down and, and give you interviews. Um, we can talk about Edmonton first, or we can talk about Vancouver. Your hometown has a Canadian Premier League team, Craiger. That's or the big we can news. talk about PSG and what the... Tanya Harding is going on there. Or if you want to completely derail my rundown, we can talk about PSG right now. But yeah, we won't we, we because I wouldn't want to that. do that. Derail your. <laughs> but it's a good tease, eh? I like to that. a bad story. That's also what's likely in the intro that from JC, which we haven't heard. A tease to set that up. That's how it works. Are those raccoons? What's behind us? No, I think my uh, neighbor, my friend slash oh. tenants are home and. We're doing a podcast, and they're coming in. And that's okay. It's a shared space. Oh, you space. hear heels. That'll be, uh, that'll be John. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hello. It was just mildly terrifying, because now we're properly enclosing this tent, and I couldn't actually see what the noise was. Yeah, mm. yeah it's not exactly uh, soundproof. No. Okay, so we'll get into the PSG story, since clearly you're, you're excited about this. Uh, if you haven't heard this story, uh, but you know anything about Tanya Harding and Nancy Drew, what was her name? <laughs> Nancy Drew. Nancy Sheridan. Nancy Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, uh, Kerrigan. it's basically that story, but it's PSG. <laughs> yeah. It's Nancy Drew could have solved the mystery, though. Are you gonna? It's the French FBI that's trying to solve this mystery, Charms. Uh, if you didn't see the headline, it was French soccer player hires masked men to uh, attack teammate. For uh, who she's competing with for minutes in the team. Yes. Wow. What a story. Good idea. <laughs> what a story. So first is, oh, my God, are Ashley Lawrence and Jordan Haitama okay? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That was exactly it. it. Yeah. It's not them. It was uh, Emanata Diallo. Good thing they weren't playing her position. Was arrested and taken <laughs> into custody in connection with an attack on one of her teammates. <laughs> and this has gone to, this is, this is got so to that it, level. So arrested. the attack actually happened. The attack actually happened, yep. And did they hurt her very badly? Kira Pemrawi was her teammate. No other details were given about the attack. Like, geez, has anybody talked about uh, her well-being? They I'm used looking iron for this. bars. What's that? To beat her, apparently. They used iron bars to beat her. Iron bars, yeah. You read the details yeah, of this so attack? I imagine she's doing well. Oh, my God. No. So, so Craig, let me ask you, how close were you to hiring someone to beat the shit out of Shaka Hislop? Well, it wasn't close at all because I, I never even thought of the idea. <laughs> had, had you thought of it? I had, I had a thought about it. You know, Shaq is such <laughs> a good guy. He's such a good guy. And his wife liked him as well, so it's not like I could get her to do it. <laughs> a lot of the players' wives didn't like their husbands. 
did you guys have other ways of getting at each other? Like, would you steal their gloves or, you know, <laughs> stab a hole in their boots or things like that? I've never heard laces? outside of Tanya Harding and this, I've never heard anything like it no. before where somebody's literally trying to injure, hurt somebody for minutes in your own team. I mean, it's it's crazy. It is pretty wild. And you were right, Charms. Uh, Hamrawi was hit several times with a metal bar and needed stitches to her hands and legs. Uh, that is terrifying. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Um, I can't imagine she was a good teammate to begin with, though. Diallo? No. Right? The one who hired or the one who's been attacked? Uh, no, the, yeah, the hire, the hire, the, the beater, the hire. I agree. Could not have been a good teammate to begin I with. I agree. I, I can't see her being this great, great team player who everyone loves, and then out of nowhere, she hires some thug to beat the crap out of a teammate. She's probably a really shit teammate yeah. to start with. Yeah, I don't think by any of the players go... Oh yeah, she's really like nice, and I don't get it, and never saw this coming, and I don't think no. I think, or I think, there's like six of the six of them in it, and she got caught. I mean, it, conspiratorial. I oh, oh, so you're turning it around. Theory. You're turning it around. It's the whole team except these two, two oh, people. Gosh. How do you say conspiracy en français? Je sais pas. Conspiratoire. Oh mon dieu! Wow. Quelque chose comme ça. Are you fluent? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it worked out for Diallo because she started in midfield for PSG on <laughs> Tuesday. It was a 4 nothing win over Real Madrid in the group stage of the Women's Champions League. So to, she got one game out of it, so the, and then they figured it out, and she was arrested the next day. Oh, so she just got the one game. Wow. So, From what I'm reading. They didn't do a good enough job. It's hard to get good help, eh? Everybody's hard to get good help. help these days. Hard to get good help. Yeah. yeah. Charms, have you ever well, I mean, if they have if there's more than one guy, right, being this poor girl with with metal bars, and she just has stitches to her hands and legs, and that was it. I mean, you got to wonder at the quality of these thugs. That's right. Not to make light of it. I mean, it's horrible, but I mean, right? What she you... seems maybe fortunate to, yeah. to escape was... with, with the injury she did. I ha- I have to agree with you. It's kind of like Galuli. Remember Jeff yeah, Galuli? Right. He was the guy Tanya Harding's boyfriend. Yeah. And, and he his and, buddy. and his buddy, the dude who gave her a whack in the leg. Dope. Like, it didn't keep Kerrigan out. Right. Right? She still made the Olympics. She still, like, it wasn't a very thought, well thought out gig. No. Right? No. Like, you got to take the ligaments going. You got to take the whole work. Dude, right? it's got to be an Achilles. It's got to be long term. A little snip of the Achilles, like oh. Paris and, Ooh. you know? Yeah. And the, but- Troy. It's like Tiger or, or King. Like, um, it's like Tiger, like, uh, it Tiger King or whatever that Remember show? Misery, the movie with um, Kathy, Kathy Bates, and she, she hobbles oh, him. Oh, yes. Uh, misery. Yeah, Misery, oh. yeah, where she puts a block of wood between the legs, yes. ties him down, I think it's a mallet. And it's called hobbling. It just goes at the ankles. Yeah. Should be hobbled. Should have hired her. Hobbled. Hobbled or cobbled? Hobbled. It was hobbled. 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 Was it hobbled, was it? Yeah. If you yeah. were cobbled, doesn't that mean... They put shoes on you. Right. The Cobbler. Did you see that movie? That was my introduction to the word. It was this horrible Adam Sandler movie, and Method Man was in it. And so was one of the great older guys. Uh, oh, man. Comedian or hip-hop no, artist? No. Uh, uh, Alan Arkin. Oh, man. No, it's not Alan Arkin. He's he's older now, but he Alan wasn't older. You you probably don't think of him as old. And Jeez, he what was a, a he you was a legend. Think of him as old? He was the he was the doctor in uh what was the out an outbreak? Dustin Hoffman. Yes, that's exactly oh. what it is. I, I just his name escaped me. Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yes. I can tell you about the women's PSG roster right now, but I couldn't remember Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, 
So showing you're right. It is Hoblin. Yeah, it's called Hoblin. Yeah, no, there's, there's tons of um, of stories about that scene, the most iconic scene in the movie about the Hoblin. Uh, I just remember James Caan when he's bashing her head in with the phone said, "You sick, twisted fuck," and I thought that was the really good swearing. Yeah, to describe yeah. Who, yeah. what she it was, was perfectly appropriate, and he was like. Yeah. Couldn't move his legs, so it was all upper body. <laughs> yeah, sick, twisted, fuck. That might be how some people react to listening to our podcast, depending on what Jeez, episode. They come on, in. we're just talking about a movie and, and a hobbling in France. I do like though the reviews that we've been getting that you've been tracking. Is that something you wanted to drop today in the rundown that we don't come up with? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that. We got another great review, right? But let's—I'll find it. But uh, I think we should talk about Canada's men's national team. Yeah, let's talk about um, maybe a little bit about the interview with John. I think John and Oso, both yeah. up on YouTube, our Footy Prime YouTube right now. Yeah, and you can listen to What them a revelation some of that, eh? Herdman is up by now. You can listen to them as well if you, you haven't seen them. But I really enjoyed the conversation with John Herdman. I mean, I think we all know that he's a little more candid than maybe some others. And, and having you know a relationship with, with, uh, with you guys and having had the experience of, I think, being open and honest in the past made that 40 minutes sit down very candid and casual. And we spoke about a lot of topics that he's spoken about a lot, transitioning from the women's team, what it's like working with Fonzie, this and that. And I learned something new with every single one of those topics. Mm-hmm. I heard him say things that I've never heard him say before about that. Yeah. I thought that was really, really Especially cool. Especially the, the, I thought it would be more, well, he's a coffin guy and he's, he's brilliant uh, with people. Mm-hmm. But when I asked him about the actual transition or the first session together, first time you were going to meet the players and that the players would be talking about you as a women's coach, not that they're not going to give you a chance, but they'll be talking about it. So you're aware of it. So of course they are. And when he said he was shitting himself and in a fetal position, absolutely like. Lock the doors. Yeah. Lock the doors. (laughs) Yeah. Tornado. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. And in, it, but at the same time, I get it because it, it's that first impression, right? And you want to just make sure you nail it. But he certainly did because talking to Oso, right? These guys are all in. So forgive me, I'm not as well versed, but he kept referring to the first training camp, and Oso did too. Where were they? Merciel or? Mercia. Mercia. Where is that? I think it's Spain. Okay. So the first training That's right. was it's in not, Mercia. It's not abnormal that they do these camps in France. No, no. I understood that. It was. I just didn't know where it was, mm. so he kept referring to it. But Oso said the same thing, and I thought that was really showed that there's a vibe with this team. Mm-hmm. That he thought the same way that mm. John you know, was shitting his pants, but he got the respect instantaneously. It's pretty interesting and pretty great. Yeah. You know, you know what? It didn't surprise me just from the fact because following the women and John for so long. Yep. And then talking to them, and the respect for John and all that. And they were heartbroken when he left. Oh, it wasn't. Well, and he talked about that too. He you know, uh, that he, it didn't go the way he wanted it to because um, I guess it went out on plan. social media first. I think it did, yeah. He, he referenced that. He didn't get a chance to talk to the, the women. Not all of them, anyway. Who, uh, who were those two? Do you 
you remember who broke that story? Was it KJ or JMO? I don't know. Can't remember now. Don't know. I found it fascinating when when he said how how broken the squad was when he first got there and had all these divisions and cliques and, and training ground bust ups. That was and, and how you know I, I found that really interesting. And when he when he had enough and he just confronted them all. Uh, and then basically, he was alluding to the fact that they told him. Some guys told him, "Well, man, you you come from women's soccer. What do you know?" And, and, and he said, "Wait a minute here. What the fuck have you won? What have you done?" And here you are questioning me. You know, I found that really interesting. I wonder who those players were. I, I, he mentioned he's going to write a book at some point. Um, B, I'm assuming you heard that part as well, right? B? I did. Yeah. B, did you hear I, that? I thought um, you were going to say, "If only we knew any biographers." <laughs> I tell you what, though, it'd be a great chapter. You know, I want to know who are those players that had that their backup and had that little bit of uh, I would say probably arrogance mm. from from nowhere for no right. You don't need to know charms. You don't need to know. Why it was <laughs> it was Craig during his comeback year? Well, I, I found it interesting because well, I had never had a national team that I played on uh, that wasn't. Really tight, really. Yeah, really so that's, that's my point, though, right? You said that, right? And that's interesting. Yeah. Yet he said when he got there, yeah, that particular group of players, yeah. they well, weren't. Every they group's weren't different. Every group's different. Mm. Yeah, the way he talked about the decision, which is something that he's, you know, I feel like asked every camp, and obviously asked a lot more this year with the women winning gold. The comparisons, um, the way he talked about the methodical process that was far just beyond this job versus that job driven by the thought of I'm committed to soccer in this country. I can see where the problems are. I feel like I can see where it needs to go and what the turning point is. And, you know, like I think we can all agree that for most newer soccer places, it's, it's the world cup, some type of world cup moment, whether you hosted or participated in it for the first time and how it didn't matter what the women did um, on the, on the Olympic side. If the men's program wasn't also driving forward, the women's program couldn't go any farther, and you couldn't continue to grow. That that has been and evolve the game. Yes, and, and and behind doors, that has been the chatter for years and years. But here's that it: thing. didn't matter if the women win the World Cup or the Olympics to, to take it to the next level, and the money. Yeah, and, and the money. money. Um, but for an Englishman to come in and care about it as much as he does, and to you know drive it forward and have began the process and executing the plan to do that, uh, I think that's pretty incredible. Yeah. And he's never going to keep everybody happy, is he? No. It's impossible. He's going to go from this program where they like them into their, into the men, and then they feel let down, and you know, but then he brings in Bev Priestman and, you know, that... But when, he's, when, when he says, though, that he just didn't see, he didn't see the pathway to improve them. I found that interesting, right? A confident guy who raised himself as a coach but saw that woman's program and said, I, I don't know how we're going to go beyond the bronze medal, for example, right? And sometimes you need that new face, right, Greg? You need that new voice. And a while to find that new voice with Bev. But in the end, you know, fast forward three and a half years and they're gold medal winners, yeah. right? So yeah. he, he saw something there that wasn't working even with him there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and obviously the Canadian Soccer Association has to be putting money, more of it, into, uh, you know, just uh, staffing. 
How does the yeah. World Cup qualifying work with Canada, two big games in Edmonton in a big stadium, 50,000. They're probably charging, what, 20, 30 bucks a ticket. How does the gate work? Yeah, with the World Cup qualifiers. Does it go straight to CONCACAF and FIFA? Or does the home team go, hey, I just made, let's do the math, 50 times 20. That's a really good question. Right? Uh, I don't know exactly the numbers, but FIFA do get a percentage of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how that's split up. Maybe that's a question for... Victor Montaliani, next time you have one again. Yeah, but I mean, but wouldn't I think, it make a difference for, I mean, I know we're the plane on turf and it's freezing. Hopefully it's going to be freezing, but there is a level of... It is turf, of, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was never turf when we played there. It but was grass when you played there? Always. Oh, it was gorgeous. Oh, I don't remember that. It's Do you been, think Brazil would have played there? If it was, no, I guess a, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Right? I still can't believe Brazil actually played there. You your tweet got a lot of traction talking about Edmonton always feeling like your home when you play. Yeah, sometimes I forget. You know, I do. I forget how old I am, and I and you look back and you think oh, that was in nineteen ninety four. Mm. You know, like holy shit. So you're looking at okay, you got to be thirty five. Yeah. You, you know. know how old I was in that, the World Cup? Seven. Seven. Well, look at all the things that you've yeah. lost since then. A ball, <laughs> right? I lost a few. Your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Your eyesight. <laughs> you still got your charm, your wit. Oh, you're such a positive thinker. Hey, what do you think of the glasses yeah. I just randomly picked? Yeah, they look great. He's, I mean, gonna Char- go, hey. he's going down the glasses thing again, hey, Charms. Hey, Charms. The, uh, Fitzy, John Fitzgerald, former Canadian international, um, was with me in the Under-20 World Cup in Chile as well. Great. Anyway, he's flying out there with Peter Serentopoulos. Dr. Peter Serentopoulos, optetrician. Oh, you're, 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 I don't you're know dentist. if he's actually an optetrician. You're, 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 Insurance salesman. <laughs> you're obstetrician. Yeah, so he... OBG He basically... <laughs> <laughs> you're the optician? Like Craig's the OBG win. Yes. Okay, optician. Who no, said optetrician? I said it to get a reaction. Oh. I am. <laughs> I love how our chemistry is so good that it spiraled into a oh, joke. So anyway, you got to ask him, say, because uh, I haven't told him. I mean, although I was clearly freaking blind putting these lenses on. Yeah, you look like Mattia Bonotto, the head of Ferrari, or Harry Potter's dad. It's a good look. Yeah, see, it's just, I don't know. It's a good look. And Wonger said that they look better dressed up, but you're wearing like a casual bubble jacket. You look like a, a dad, and uh, and it's a good look now. Mm. So maybe they are a bit more. They're fit. okay. They're yeah. okay. I think uh, I tell you, they're not yeah. as bad as they are. But to be fair, I think any glasses I put on would be okay. They would never be great. <laughs> I'm just glad you can see. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> so like if Brad put player put it, he could put every pair of glasses on and look good. I'm just glad you can see. <laughs> so what do you think we're going to see from Canada on Friday? Ooh, that's a really what formation are they going to play against a cold and frustrated Costa Rica on the frozen tundra of Commonwealth Stadium in front of what? So Costa Rica is flying on Thursday, right? You're mentioning, yeah. Yes, uh, it sounds as though that, they're not sure? going to have much training time. That's for sure, right? They've had some visa issues. They're going to have one session on Commonwealth, um, and that is it. 
That's not that uncommon, though, for teams arriving to just have one session on the pitch. That's not that. It's not that uncommon. and it, it's. I think the it, frustration is more they've been prevented from acclimatizing. Yeah, from coming in a few days earlier. Right. And, yeah. As you I would mean, want is, to in yeah. Mexico or Denver, yeah. you'd want to go earlier. Yeah. You'd change your plan, and if that was thwarted, you'd be upset. Like I've always said in CONCACAF, expect the unexpected. Like, you just roll with it. Like, if that's a situation. Sure. You know what? If you're Costa Rica, it is what it is. Like, it, it's this stuff happens all the time. That's, I was going to say that. Is that a, a CONCACAF squad thing? Like, be expected? Or... No. No, it's not. Just it, they, in CONCACAF, nothing's truly... No, no, I understand right? that. But Anything I, can I, happen. But, you know, it was one of those things when we were talking with Victor Montagliani. Uh, when he when he was talking about the refs and you know how it's, I always I wanted to ask and we this is one of the questions I'd like to ask him. What do Panama, Costa Rica, Honduras complain about when they play up here? Right? Like, is it the same thing? Are they going the refs suck? This ref and like even if the refs c- good for them, yeah. Do they what do they complain about? Right, their complaints are probably more the diplomatic process, the traveling, <laughs> the not being accommodated, those types of things. Oh no, if they feel the referee, I mean, that's what I mean. So yeah, it's they, they the same. Off, I wonder if they say Concacaf too, just in. According to Vic, they do not. Just in, they in, don't in say Spanish. That. Yeah, they just don't use that. Right. Actual phrase, but el fucked. They call it <laughs> el fuckingtons. Well, I'm excited to see how John Herdman lines up his team because obviously he's got a luxury of options. Atiba's back. Kyle Lahren's back. The new guy. New guy, Ugbo. Ike? Ike Ugbo. He plays at Genk. You're right. Which could be your favorite Belgian team. Ooh, I've been to Genk. Ghent. Ghent or Genk? Two different different teams, two different places. All right. I've been to Ghent at the beer festival. Ooh. Ooh. Fantastic. You want to tell us that story? I had a girlfriend at the time. Uh Shannon, who, who now hates me, of right. course, because we broke every, up. Every event I've ever heard you talk about in the past, is you had a girlfriend, and it's a different one. Yeah, <laughs> I met Shannon. We had a blast. We went traveling together. Of course together. you did. Australian gr- woman. Oh, I bet you. Fantastic. Of course. Great time. Mm. Like, we just went to the beaches and had an gr- awesome time. We went to Belgium, and they speak French. And I speak French, so... I just asked you if you spoke French. I was messing with you. I'm not... You said bilingual. I mean, am I fluent? Uh, I can get by. I should be way better. Like, you can Mm -hmm. secure low-level employment, but you can't talk yourself out of getting arrested? I could probably do both, but the (laughs) low-level employment would be harder. So that's my range of Portuguese. (laughs) I'm on the one end, the low-level employment. I can't talk myself out of being arrested. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't... I'm not going to hire any Portuguese masked men to... Take your vocal cords no. so that I can get more minutes on our big interviews. <laughs> well, that can happen any time. <laughs> Speaking of bilingual, back in 2007, when they under 20 World Cup. Yeah. So, the world feed for the draw in Toronto, they asked me if I would do it. If you do commentary for the world feed. Like, actually do the world feed. Do you remember this? I don't. I don't know the story. I didn't you know you were, like, fucking six then. No, I was uh, <laughs> I was t- 19. I was 20, uh, the under-20 World Cup. I was 20 years old, and I was trying to get in with this uh, this real hard-headed English guy that ran this uh, soccer and international sports show at the station I worked for at the time. I was really trying to swoon him over. 
Well, you should have been at the it's, event. What is that? My, my, my job. <laughs> is that Andy Cap on the computer? Is that who you're talking about? I wish everyone was in the tent to see the look on Wonger's face as he's like, who is it? Wait, yeah. is it Charmin? See, Charms, <laughs> if he'd actually gone to the event, he, he might have been different. See, he wasn't hungry enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, he wouldn't pay his way, so fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> so... You seen the like the FIFA the yeah, World the big Cup show? They always get it's a big freaking deal. They right? always get Charmin's favorite Portuguese journalist Pedro Pinto and some beautiful Pedro Pinto. Woman. Yeah, that's right. right. And, and Heidi Klum. Yeah. yeah, and some beautiful multilingual woman. Yeah. Pedro Pinto only has to speak Portuguese and English, but the woman has to speak five languages. I was there for Heidi Klum. Sportsnet sent us to Germany wow. to Leipzig. And and it's quite, this is another, quite an interesting story, and I'll try and keep it short, but. Which story are you telling first? Let's not lose the World Feed story. He's he's in World Feed or Heidi Klum? He's in East Germany. Let him tell the East Germany story. Yeah, I'm in East Germany. Oh, East Germany. Yeah. Well, I mean. Before. No, 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 no. no. But it's still East Germany. Oh, it's East Germany now. Or Eastern Germany. But it was still Leipzig. Yeah. Architectural. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like 10 years after I was there. I saw it in, in National Geographic as one of the top ten cities you must see. But at the time, Daryl Hackett, our camera guy, you're going toward train tracks, so like they're not they're they haven't got little ridges to whatever, right? He hit it so friggin' hard. Driving. Driving. The van took two wheels in the front just exploded. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Jerry wasn't happy. <laughs> Jerry Dobson wasn't happy. So anyway, at the <laughs> At the event, the international event, right? You know what I mean? You got everybody there, and I was lights, fireworks, alley, and oh, it's just incredible. But this is the under 20 World Cup draw. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna go back. Oh, to I'm that. sorry, I'm sorry. This is the World Cup. This is the World Cup for Heidi 2006. Yeah, okay, Clumie's there. <laughs> Call it Clumie because I know her well. Clumie yeah. and Yumi. I was, in, I was within 100 meters of her, her and Seal. <laughs> was she dating Seal at this point? Mary? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. They were married for a long time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I like that guy. And she wasn't as hot close up, by the way. Um, anyway, that uh, surprised me, but that's okay. So anyway, anyway, there is fifty freaking trucks outside for every country in the world that's doing this thing. They put the show on, blah blah. blah. Shut her down. No, no, no. Me and Jerry were in sports center. We're gonna keep it going. So though everybody's got like everybody, BBC. Oh, yeah, the Italian, all well, except the Italian guys. The Italians were still going because they thought they got screwed on the on the draw. They were absolutely they kept replaying one of the hot balls in the hand or something. They went on to win that World Cup, by the way. But they thought they got hooped on the yeah. So, the Italians, yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. What a bunch. Viali was there. Okay, yeah, had a chat with him. So Viali's on one end, yelling, complaining, and you and Jerry are continuing yeah. because they want to get you in. Yeah, Central. but we didn't even we're, and we didn't even have a truck. Like we had a little shed the size of this tent outside and somehow this is what we're doing but it was just amazing that what we would do and these international ma- massive companies no that did, show you, over. did you have to share hotel rooms with jerry at that time or no. with daryl the cameraman no okay well that's that's a step just as well no we never did, did you ever have to share at the score yeah we shared they didn't send me anywhere yeah they oh. didn't send us anywhere i only went on one my first work trip it was my last year at the score. My last. first work trip was my last year at the score, and we went to beautiful Windsor, Ontario, 
because we Gold were Cup. covering the Gold Cup in Detroit. Canada was playing uh, the right. United States that's at right. uh, at Ford Field. Uh, t- surprisingly, to this day, that's the only game I've ever been to at Ford Field was that game. So yeah. we had gone down. It was our, our first I went to ever one trip. one, NFL Super Bowl. Oh, look at this big game name dropper here. Row five. Okay. We're going to get back to your under-20 story in a second. <laughs> it was shit. Too low. You can't see shit. You'd rather watch Super Bowl on TV. Sorry. It's, it's kind you, of, you had another it's story. Kind of the end of my story. <laughs> We're trying to bring you back to your other story. <laughs> but if you want to talk about c- celebrities, or do you want to go right into the under-20? Let me catch you. Catch your breath over there. No, okay. Hold on a minute. Okay. <laughs> where, where did I go? I, I jumped from one. Where, let me go back to the under-20. The world feed. Yeah, so the world feed. So now I'm doing it. Now, it's not Heidi Klum, and it's not Vialli, and it's not the hundreds of people. But it's a it's a pretty decent sh- uh, show that they put it together. It's it's you and the woman that hosts the CTV News? Is it Sandy Ronaldo? No. Who was I it? I wish. Then? It was supposed to be uh, Mark DeSantos. Um, Ex-Vancouver Whitecaps Mark DeSantos? No, no. The Montreal Impact. Okay. It is the same man, though. No, no. No. That's not the, the same the Mark DeSantos? No, the GM. Oh, wow. There's multiple Mark DeSantos yes. involved in Montreal soccer? Yeah. Okay. Did the Vancouver Whitecaps... Hold on. Are they not the same guy? Like, the Vancouver Whitecaps, Mark DeSantos, did well, not look coach at, the impact? Look it up. Are you? Oh, Charms is looking up. Yeah. yeah he's hey, frozen. Wikipedia. They're not no, the I'm, same. I'm reading something else entirely. I'm not yeah. listening. He's ordering food on DoorDash. No, he was the general manager for Joey Saputo uh, for tons. They were tight. They're married to they're related or I don't know. Okay, so, right? so 2007. So he was supposed to come in and do the French slides. Got it of it. Well, I don't know what happened, but he somehow got in an argument about something with the CSA or whatever. I've never actually talked to him to this day about it. He, so he doesn't show up, and so an hour before going on this international feed, they're they're like. Can you do the French part? <laughs> that is awful. Awful. So I'm like, uh, no, no, and no. And they were like, are you sure? Like, like, is, what do you just, mean, are you they, they said, they, we'll just put what it up. What do you mean, the, are you sure? We'll put it up on the teleprompter and you can just read it. That's what they said. And I'm like, like, could you have imagined if I said, if, like. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't attempt right, to do it. It was on the prompter for you? It was. It would have been on the prompter. I would have done it in Dutch if it was on the prompter. Were they paying you more? You could have. Where you had the you had the leverage. Yeah, I just double up to say, listen. If it's on the prompter, Charms, would I, you ever? Would you ever do? If it's on the prompter and they say you don't have to ad lib, you don't have to nothing, no but it's in Dutch. Would you do it? Of course, absolutely. Yeah, you'd be you'd be on the international like it'd be a it would go viral. <laughs> Like, yeah, that, exactly. like that guy doing the uh, scores at uh, it was a viral. Be difficult if it, was, if it was Mandarin. That'd be more of a challenge, but Dutch could probably just handle. Yeah. Have you heard the Dutch the viral Dutch F one calls? The guy gets so excited he gets all wrong and he drops f bombs in the middle of the calls. But because they don't have the same regulatory <laughs> right. TV body, it's okay as long as it's not laden throughout it. But it just reacts. Holy shit! Yeah, you would think that fuck. Is a international swear word. An international no go. Yeah. Yeah, like it would get censored, but. But why? Because like, if you said "fuck" in France, I think I'm they just thinking would, about this, it, just a, a word in itself. Like, what? Why is it that 
a word, any word, would be banned. Yeah. Well, there's inappropriate usage. Oh, of I, words. I agree with you. I'm, I'm varying degrees. I'm a big let f bombs fly when kids hear it and they can use it properly. Learn how to swear properly. If anyone wants, swear. if anyone wants to watch a movie where there's good swearing, Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro. Huh. Just telling everybody, watch that movie. It's on Netflix. Yeah, there can be. Uh, you can yeah, you can watch a movie or or watch or be in a conversation with somebody who just says the f bomb way too much. So is this the end of the story? But there's a play. Well, no, it's not really. Other than the fact that I said no, I'm not doing it, and then they end up getting somebody that, to come in and, and in an hour they found another. No, French they, it, it was Canadian. it was actually it was a Alex Depati was there and they him. Okay. That ended up doing it. Boom? Can't remember. She was just local, but she was just there. But she was. I had a moment the other day about French because I am. I'm a bit insecure that as a Canadian, I don't speak French. I wish that I had pursued it stronger. Yeah. Uh, In high school, I tried to, but the requirement in Ontario was you only had to do it up to grade nine, and so if your school offered it, it was an uh, electorate, which uh, I tried, but there wasn't enough people that wanted elective. Elective, yeah. Not the elect- old electorate <laughs> doesn't doesn't fly in grade nine. I'm French. You're the new Dickio. I'm. I tell you, just invent words. I really got words. I'm really not setting myself up well to be the footy prime biographer, am I? Obstetricians and electorates. Oh, that's right. There's spell check. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. So anyway, I did it, but uh, not uh, in French. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a nerve wracking experience. I can imagine. Worst flub on television. Did you ever make one? Other than having to leave halfway through yeah, a, a show my, after your 50th. My mushroom experience? Yes. <laughs> Our mushroom experience. <laughs> Everybody in your houses. Yeah, in your house. But you didn't have to work the next morning. No, I had to get home. I tried to walk home four different times. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just for the audience, they thought they were truffles. Yeah. Right. Because that was the first time I met one, I think, wasn't it, Wonder? No, was we met, we met the it? year before at the other, really? or it was a Christmas party. Uh, the first time I met Wonder, have I told this story? Was Don't that... tell this no, story. Okay. Go on. <laughs> at a basketball tournament watching party. Right. That's all you could That's ever it. say. That was it. <laughs> when, I, when people meet Wonger, it's like, it's just, don't, yeah, it's like, you're going to have a good time. It's wild, though, that you just fall in love with him instantly. Like, that was it. Lovable, huggable guy. I wouldn't have hugged you if I'd seen the stains on your shirt first. Dickio, Dickio basically called you Chinese Elvis. Yeah, he did. And I didn't mind that. No. It was from Dickio. You don't know how to be racist, but not from Dickio. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so racist. It's super racist, but not by Dickio. That's nothing for Dickio. <laughs> Hey, we bring up your Asian-ness quite a bit. Well, your whiteness, your Canadian-ish, your five generations, yeah, right? Well, I know, but Did does, you see that, that, does that bother Twitter, you? I know, does that Twitter. bother you? What's, you should be happy. You should be happy with, with Canada doing so well. But responded to Craig's Edmonton email and said, basically, oh, it's just five white guys trying to be funny. And I'm like, wait a minute. Firstly, we're not funny. Secondly, we're not five white guys. We're four white guys. <laughs> Yeah, I, it bugged me a little bit. I went, that's kind of weird to go there. 
And you have two ethnically white guys, by the way, you know? Dickio's Italian and I'm Portuguese. Different right. degrees. Don't throw me in a barn in Oshawa and say Yeah, like, I, Well, that's what I mean. Your last name kind of it put you in a box, man. It put you in a box. A cake box. Yes. Because I'm a caker. Yes. White but that, that twat who, who responded was, was angry because of Craig, you know, Craig saying how great Edmonton was. Yeah, he and wanted to talk about playing. He was like, oh, no, basically it should be played in Toronto, I think. I think was his argument. But can't you just be happy? Things are great right now. Oh, Celebrate this freaking party. Couldn't People leave alone, could he? Haven't you learned anything in the pandemic? People don't know how to be happy. No, they weren't happy no, before the yeah. pandemic, and then they got frustrated they couldn't be as unhappy as they were before in the pandemic. Yeah. I think we're going to yeah. get to a period where right. gonna, right. it's going to we're going to go the I, other I, way. I'm pretty happy. We're going to go well public like generally speaking we're going to go the other way cuz everybody's got to fucking settle down like right? I hope there's a lot going on in the world that's there's so a pretty lot crazy. going Everyone's on. Everyone's taking sides and I've never like we've never taken sides like this. Like yeah. you say one thing that yeah. I disagree with and it's we hate each other and that's one of the great things about footy prime we have five guys on air who disagree all the time and we don't care at the end of it and we could be talking about uh the you know israeli uh the middle east issues or bosnia or we could be talking about um you know how how stoned is craig that night it doesn't matter we can all have an opinion and it doesn't that's right and those those mushrooms are uh, not something I do uh, regularly. Uh, well, you can't. You can't function. Yeah, you exactly. get them regularly. <laughs> right. Well, it's not even like a weekend thing. It was given to me us by a doctor who, yeah. who just returned from Machu Picchu. From from where? Machu Picchu. Where's that? In Peru. It's a legendary pilgrimage many people make to try ayahuasca. Doctor Shane went there. Which is a uh, no. He's uh, just he just thought that the mushrooms and the Machu Picchu was oh, a story yeah. in itself. Oh yeah. I wanted to ask Charms though, but Charms running away from the from the camera. I don't think Charms has ever been to. Well, I was going to ask you: Have you seen? You've landed in Edmonton. You've lost your suits. Does Edmonton have a vibe? Honestly, I literally went from the airport to a taxi, the taxi to the hotel. That's all I've done. I literally like have been in five minutes when when uh, this bloody thing started. I did a uh, so radio show. So I'm heading show. out the minute the minute I leave you. I'm heading out to check out the vibe. Oh yeah, I did a show from Edmonton. And it's interesting, you know. We we're, everybody's talking about the cold weather and well, when you live there, you know what I mean. Like it's it's not that big a deal like the weather it's yeah the weather well, you used to. yeah you plug in right. your car and you know yeah. which neighborhoods to right. go to and the which car plug in to go all to. the yeah. time but and everyone has a broken windshield in the in the country <laughs> everyone like everyone around, around commonwealth i could see that everyone has a broken window almost not a great area it's like a crack and because they don't use salt they use sand and salt and it's the sand that pops up all the time Oh, it's the sand that gets you. Well, salt doesn't work after minus seven. I've never been to Edmonton. I, I spent a month in Calgary this year before I joined you lot. I spent a month there with my missus. She was doing a show. Calgary's great. Calgary's incredible. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I, I really, really enjoyed it out there. I love the fact that it was you know, a major metropolitan city. It had everything that you get in any big city. 
But then it had this thing called uh, the Rocky fucking mountains, yeah, which were amazing. It is and incredible. Well, man. think about the forty-five minute drives you have here that are horrendous. Oftentimes, when you and I drive across the city to oh, see each I other, went over to his house. It took me an hour and a half. <laughs> That's because and, and, and when I leave tonight, it will take twenty-one minutes. Yes, uh, yes, which is insane. You can drive all the way to Pickering and back as as it goes by Sharms, the fastest <laughs> drive ever. Arrive at your doorstep in twelve yeah. minutes with you live in Pickering. Oh, it's only seven minutes away. That does that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> speed of light. That's like Jimmy Brennan up in Newcastle, uh, Newmarket. <laughs> Might as well be Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Well, there is Newcastle. Might as well be Newcastle. The Saudi's right? own Newmarket too. Oh. Yeah. I, I feel I went up there. What was it? Aurora, the football club that he had. The it's Aurora Soccer Club. He's yeah. running. It might as well have been Aurelia. I drove up yeah. there once. I, I couldn't believe how much farmland. What I drove is there. further north, Aurora or Newmarket? I always get confused. I think Newmarket is. All right. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, it's just because I've never. You got to go different ways uh, north, right? So there's a nice golf course in Aurora, St Andrews of something. Is that right? Yeah, but you didn't play it, obviously. No, couldn't be good. Are you? We were talking about I, only because Jerry. What would you tell to either Max Crapo or Milos before this game? How do you prepare as a as a keeper um, when it's a huge stage like this? Yeah. Well, certainly their experience of traveling. The first thing you got to do is just figure out your body clock and get that sorted out as quickly as you can. These players do have four or five days to do that, which mm-hmm. I think is a, a consideration. Well, it works out in the fixture list where they have the window to be able to do that. It's not always the case in Europe. These players will play Sunday, and then they're, they're playing with their international team on Wednesday. And maybe it's only one or two time zones yeah. over. But with these internationals, Conmebol and with CONCACAF, they have to make sure there's four or five well, days in between that everyone acclimates that. Costa Rica, I think they're in for a world of being exhausted, uh, arriving the day before, you know, 20 degrees difference. That's going to be a lot. I don't know where they are right now, but I was going to guess they're in San the Jose. San Jose. There you go. So, that, so they're not that far. But Where are they? Oh, so they're in San Jose, California. San Jose, oh, Costa Rica. I understood they were in San Jose, California. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, or meant that was that was my understanding. Yeah, I'm excited to see that game first. I'm I'm glad that that's how the fixture list falls. That it's Costa Rica on Friday too, and then Mexico on Tuesday. I don't know the quality of that pitch, but they also play an artificial pitch in Costa Rica. Yeah, they do. Well, it's interesting that you talked about body clock because when we had Alex McKechnie of the Raptors on, that was one of the first things he talked about was fatigue, sleeping, all of that kind of stuff. How did you do it when you traveled back and forth? Because, uh, well, we're talking about Milan Boyan. He's yeah. coming from we're, yeah, quite a way east. What, what's his league? Although, the Serbian oh, Serbia. league? Serbian yeah. league. They're, yeah. they're two hours ahead of England there. Yeah, and but then saying that, like uh, we were chatting about Paul Pescasulito, you know, chatting about maybe coming to the game in Edmonton. That's a big flight. Well, it's seven hours from London. Less. Maybe six hours, 45. Right. Flight. Flight. It's it's a seven-hour body clock adjustment, though. Th- that's right. Well, that's for the, yeah. But the flight isn't that, that bad because so they go right you, over the top. Did you stay up or did you go straight to bed? 
Because there's no way you're sleeping on those planes. You're six six. Oh yeah, we were flying cattle. Yeah. yeah. So you get in coach arrive. as well. You were always in coach, yes. Always in coach, yeah. Except How crazy is that? Th- that's crazy. Well, there you go again. Like, like preparing for you know you're playing Australia and Sydney and you know you flying from England to Toronto, Toronto to Vancouver, Vancouver Honolulu, Honolulu Sydney. What game was that for? That was the half spot after we lost. We finished second in Coffee oh, Cup right. in 94. Yeah. How many? Wow. Wow. And they what lost against the Socceroos. But worst then, name ever. But the Socceroos, the half spot wasn't over then. The, yeah, they then had to play Diego Maradona in Argentina. And then if you won, you're in the World Cup. The, like, not the worst name ever. Right. What's the worst name? Yeah, it's the, not the Socceroos. New Zealand is called the All Whites. Oh, that's wrong. Imagine dude. being in that oh. team in 2021. Jeez. That's what I feel like every time I do a Well, they do have the All Blacks. A bunch mean, of white guys. All, Unfunny white the guys. The All Blacks are the <laughs> legends. The least funny white guys that I chose to hang out with. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to. Well, there was a, a time when we thought we were going to be in Edmonton with James, that mm-hmm. maybe we would drive across this beautiful country. That was the whole uh, point yes. of my Calgary trip. Yeah. Uh, when they end up in Edmonton and Vancouver, which we would, we speculate would be the. In one of the next windows, right? January, February, and March. Three more windows. The February window is complicated by the Olympics. Only for me. I think everyone else is fine. <laughs> for January and March, I'm looking at those two windows as being the, the, the really important windows. And if they take six points against Costa Rica and Mexico in this window, they're in a very good position for those international breaks not to matter as much. And not to be as important because they they put themselves in a very good position it would to be, nice be in the top three. To be... What would you do? Yeah. How would you approach it? Would you not? Would you fly mean, everyone in? Would you, mean you... If you're already qualified? Oh. Yeah. For the last one, perhaps you wouldn't fly. What everyone. do you do? We've never been in that position before. What do you do though? You 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 know that every freaking player is going to want to come in for the game, right? Not yeah. for March if they've already qualified. No, that's not true. Bayern Munich, yeah, yeah. A little but the, all all of those yeah. clubs will keep the, their their players. Yeah. They'll put, they, they, so they won't allow them to go. Jonathan, Fonzie, yeah. Dale, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, yeah. You know, and when they qualify, whenever that is, we did it. Won the Gold Cup down down in L.A. all by ourselves, partying in the hotel. Yeah, on the plane. The is next that when morning. you met Shaq? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met Shaq. Yeah, he there came to the hotel after you won the Gold Cup. No, he came to the hotel. Just after some training, a few times, yeah. Just to meet you guys, yeah. Well, the maybe Mexico was training before you. Who was he meeting? No, no, it was in the hotel, like our oh, oh. The Holiday Inn that we stayed at. Okay, yeah. Wow, <laughs> look at that. Alex brought him by. I because he was already involved with the Lakers, right? I realized this as that was happening. I was like, wait a second, this wasn't just Shaq's not staying at the Holiday Inn. Yeah. When you said that, he I knew was that a there beauty. Was... He had flip flops on, and I, I was like, I said to him, I go like. First of all, like they look, they look like retread. You know when they see treads on the road that fucking come off the semis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like. Huge size twenty two. Size twenty two. Did yeah. you shake his hand and he shook your elbow? Yeah. Well, I met him a few times here because Alex. Every time I'm with Alex and he's here, I've, I've met him. Yeah, several times. I expected you'd have a bigger reaction to my comment. But I got to shoot his giant his, hands, his feet. Denny Pop Van. I shook Denny Pop. I did hand. ask Alex once. I said, I said, oh. How big's his, uh, you know, his dingus? His dingus, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, he's not going to divulge just because if I'm, he's a man, he's a massive man. I just, 
curious. Craig is rolling out his entire left arm as he tells us this. Story. No, yeah, no, no. You, you wouldn't do that. Alex wouldn't tell me. He just said it. It's proportionate. He said it, even if it was small, it would be big, right? That's what he said. Size of Alex. It's the size of John Herdman. Craig threw a <laughs> Craig threw a blade at John Herdman in the interview, eh? Yeah, he did. What was Sean, the line? Did you catch it? I think John's. Uh, John said they. Uh, Charms has put us on mute. I think. No, no, here. Charms, did you hear Craig when he, he said, said his wife he, had some laughs over it? He talked. Uh, Craig asked him how big was uh, the population. What's the population concept. of concept? And he goes, "Ah, uh, it's his hometown. He guessed uh, like double the size, sixty-three thousand, uh, right?" And he, yeah. and I said, "No," and I was surprised. I thought he might be a little closer. I said, "No, it's twenty-eight thousand." And he said, "Wow, it hasn't grown much." <laughs> I said. Oh, and neither of you. <laughs> that's us. That's that's us. You just God what did you bless say? the Sorry? internet. That's how you get the guests to always, you know, want to come back. Yeah, is to offend them. Yeah. Well, well, done. I, I mean, you got to know your audience, right? And uh, yeah, if I've never heard him joke about himself and his, and his, uh, um, what do you call it? He's vertically challenged. Would you say? Um. If I haven't heard him talk about that before, I wouldn't have done. I would, I, yeah. You you can't look at the two men that are between five eleven and five eleven and five eighths to talk about defining what it would be to be short. You you're the only one that can use the term there, vertically challenged. Yeah, but Wonger said if if I do that, he goes, "You're the fucking tall." You then turn into the tall bully. You hide us. Like, what? Yeah, you're, you're for sure. You you're absolutely prick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen! You are a heightist. Don't turn into well, like, like just because you went to a private school, Sharp. All at once, everyone. All at once. <laughs> he sounds like one of those Albertan anti-vaxxers now, doesn't he? Like yeah, he's also he's got a real purple hue on this video filter that we're seeing. Yeah, hey, PPC Sharms over there. Hey, listen, no, it's, it's no different to me making fun of the working class. You know, mm. it's not fair because I'm rich, as you keep alluding to. There are so many footy show isms that I have adopted in normal life, like ways we used to speak, and I realized that like no one has a fucking clue what we're talking about. So I did it earlier when you were talking about your girlfriend from whatever this trip was, and I said, "May she rest in peace." And I got an eye from one of you. <laughs> she didn't die. I, got, I got an eye from one of you. Like, what the fuck was that? And you just went on, and I, I regularly. This is just how we would speak. Like people who were no longer in our lives. We would refer to as that. So we would talk about exiled yeah. managers and old coworkers. Oh. And I was like, oh, may they rest in peace. And that was just that was just the Jeez, thing. That's dark. Is that yeah. a is that a shermanism? Yeah, a what? Is that a shermanism that you say rest in peace? I think it's it I've done that for a long time, yeah. <laughs> Basically someone is if they're out of my life, they're dead to me. So therefore may they may they rest in peace. And when they're dead, they're really out of your life. Really? That's how that, death yeah. works, Craig. That's Two weeks after you're gone, you're. By the way, by the way, flying out here, I wasn't asked once for my Vax passport. Really? Yes, yeah, the domestic flight. Yeah. Oh, I thought they well, did that. Yeah, but domestic. I thought domestic flights is still supposed to, aren't you? Aren't you? I think it depends on the airline, because I don't think it's a mandated thing for flying. But I think that airline was trying. trying. He's trying to freaking brainwash everyone. But yeah, not. Not one mention of it. But maybe it's because you're going to Alberta where vaccines aren't real. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Could but, be. Yeah, I found it surprising, that's all. Uh, you know what I found surprising, James? Mm. 
that the new Canadian Premier League team is in Vancouver and not Saskatchewan or Quebec because I thought that was what was coming when Fabrizio Romano announced that there was a a deal coming to the Canadian Premier League. Did you see this, by the way? I I sent it, but I I realized after I sent it to you guys at 1 in the morning because I sleep like a drug addict, uh, it was 3 in the morning, I think, that it was on Cameo, which means, and it's very clever marketing, but it means that someone, you know, paid Fabrizio Romano to, to make the announcement so they could have the video to use for the announcement or the tease for the announcement. Oh. Wait, that was Fabrizio Romano? That was Fabrizio Romano. But it was, the- notice the watermark in the right-hand corner was oh. on Cameo. It's one of those things where they pay you 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks. Yeah, like I could go on right happy now and birthdays pay 50 bucks for Craig to send me a video message oh. saying, Have you heard of happy this? birthday. You've heard of this, Charms, because all of, your, all of your all of your media buddies are on this. I think Charms on it. Aren't you on it, Charms? Memo? Cameo, memo. No, well, no, no. no. We, we we talked about this about talking about this on the show at some point, and how how sad it is that people will need to sign up for this thing. I'm doing it right and now. And that you look I'm at some s- of the profiles people on there. I know. I'm going to like, spend. Okay, some... if you if... go on. Go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. No, I, 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 I think it's really sad. You see some of these profiles, some of these guys on there, who, why anyone would ever pay them to say happy birthday? I just don't understand. You're nobodies. You're no one. You're fucking sports journalists. No one cares. Why were but you here on I am it on then? Freaking why were you on it? What's that? Weren't you on it? I wasn't on it. But I no. saw your face. Oh, yeah. I put you on it. I just sent $17 to this James Sharma. <laughs> oh, Am I not getting a message? You're making 75 cents a hit. Are you faking me? Yeah, you should put it yourself. James Sharma will say happy birthday for 10 cents. Like, you know what? If somebody does it, if somebody does it, it out of the goodness of their heart, that's hey, that's fine. Yeah. The, but the actual fact that it's like a paid thing. Then, you know, say you did it for a kid or something, and your son or yeah. your daughter, and, and it's like, wow, that's amazing. And then it's like, you paid for that? Oh, yeah. He, I'm losing he it. just did another one right after for Lynn and Cheryl and whoever else. You're losing us? Edmonds is a long way. Oh, up. that's fair enough. But, but I mean, some people, some, some people make good money, right? I mean, that's fair enough. Okay, whatever. But some people are on there for like three bucks and stuff. And like, how. It must be soul destroying. It must be so embarrassing. What am I worth? Freaking Larry Wilcox, the chip, Jonathan Chips is on here. $62. What? Yeah, I don't think there's any $3 ones. I think 50 is the minimum on Cameo, but Memo is the Canadian one. So that would probably have some $3. Let's go here for 12. Maybe that's, is it Memo? It's called Memo. Memo is the Canadian one. What? Yeah, it's M E M M O. Let's go on there with like one penny. We should create one for charity. Call it. We can call it Famio, <laughs> fake cameo. And for it's any donation memo, that you would like to put forward, we will find a soccer children's charity. Maybe oh, one of the that's good equipment right good. to play type of soccer yeah, charity. Sure. And if you want to give ten bucks for a message from Craig, yeah. or me, like I just sold sold you. They, they won't. Not no, you, then we could uh, we could put it to good use. Let's let's take this we can, establishment we can take that we're that making $20 fun of. Check and right yeah, to there. Yeah, I would like to do something for charity. Massive, massive checks with twenty dollars written on it. Hey, we're at the level now. What do they getting... call those again? Those checks, those fake <laughs> checks. What do they call them? Fake call them? checks. Big, no, fake the big, checks. No, there's a word for it. Recyclables. No. <laughs> what do they call those things? This tent feels like a Cheech and Chong movie. I can't believe you're in a T-shirt. Dude, it's 
25 degrees in this tent, I think. 20 degrees. Please, Fahrenheit. Please, can you spell it again? It's memo. Spell it for me. Oh, old man charms. M-E-M-M-O. That's it. Yeah. And what is it, though? Dot com? I, I, I did know. it. That's not it. Just Google it. it it's an app. It's uh, you might not, They might I not have a dot com. That's what I'm doing. Oh, my God. You guys are. This is two two hosts okay. fighting, mentor me. and mentee fighting. Well, at least I didn't Memo hire mass me. men to beat him up or go on there and just say you know a million dollars, just so you get nobody. Okay, what's the lowest level? Fifty bucks. I'm trying to find here. I'm looking. I'm looking if you've won now. the Super Bowl I mean, and you're a lineman, fifty bucks. Idea. Brian Burke, one hundred and fifty bucks. Brian Burke, one hundred and fifty dollars. Not bad. Dougie Gilmore, one hundred and fifty bucks. This is cameo or memo? What's the this is memo. So okay. sports. I don't want to embarrass it's anyone. It's sad though. I mean, well, you mean it's up I get there? It. It's easy. Money. It's it up is, there. It There's is... no embarrassing. You're already attached to it. You put yourself in this position. Who Sharman? We says? should be able to talk about it, James Sharman. Oh, you people that put them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like James because he's on there. That's how I suppose going. it. Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. Right. Oh, that's Michael not Buffett's bad. Brother. That's, that's not bad. $497. Yeah. That's the brother. Yeah, no, but he does all the UFC stuff. Yeah. Right? One yeah. guy does HBO boxing. It's time! The other guy is like probably ten grand. Oh, yeah. What's his brother? That's Bill. a good hey, one. Hey, Craig. Klaus Lundgren is here. Who? You remember him, Craig? Who? Cloud who? Klaus Lundgren. Oh, I remember the name. Lundgren. He played for Germany. Yeah, played for uh, Southampton. $29. Did you just say $29? Uh, trying to see what else we got yeah. here. Like, how are these numbers? Just yeah. Pick? They randomly nine bucks. Are you like, oh, I'll be under the $30 guy, so they might come in? Like, what the? Yeah. I'll go 28 I want to be a $28 guy. Buffer was four ninety seven. I assume the $3 was probably a fee, a processing fee. So he's like saving you the fee? Rather than, because who would want to pay five oh three? They'd want to pay 500 right? Donovan Bailey, 150 bucks. Donovan Bailey? I'd pay 20 bucks for Craig to send me a message. Really? He owes you that from the um the I'll I'll send one to you right here. <laughs> What's that, Sherms? I said that I think Craig owes uh be twenty bucks in the Marsh Madness pool still. No, 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 so. no, no, no. it's reverse. I owe sorry, him. sorry, you gotta that be a wrong Actually, way. Actually, Craig oh, owes me. Because <laughs> I paid for all your bets that night. Yeah. And your pool. Well, you know what? It's, it's a proof though, guys. Is it because when I first saw this, I just went on there and there were some some people that we might might know. Signed up and you, it, they weren't expensive, put it that way. And I felt kind of bad for them, but it's like, guys, really? Do you really think anyone cares about having James Sharman say happy birthday on the phone? Like, come on. But Sharman, just because you don't value Danny Dicchio for what he did to the community doesn't mean other people don't. So for $17 to get the first goal scorer in TFC history and the Preston North End star in the year 2006, 2007. You know how much time that would take Dicchio to put that together, though? About as long as you just set up to do our virtual shows. How many takes with Dickie Odyssey? Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he'd start swearing halfway through. Yeah. Halfway between happy it's and a, birthday. It's a guy here. It's a guy here. $20. Two, $20 CFL, guys. $20. Like, you get four phone calls a week. No, or six, a year, probably. Does Or does it say so how make, many times that person actually has been used? doesn't say that, no, but I can only imagine. I mean, 
Because I'd go on there. If I went on there one dollar and nobody actually ever did it, then that's even worse. Wait a second, Sharms is in the CP. He's in the CFL column. He doesn't know though. Are we sure that that's their memo rate or their weekly salary? (laughs) Well, right. (laughs) That's true. Okay. I think some CPL guys probably make that. Um, What? That was nice, Sharms. Thanks for that. That airplane hack. (laughs) Sorry, we've got that. Hey, this Jesus Christ. There's a Jesus Christ here under impersonators. Like, who knows what Jesus Christ sounded like? How much does he cost? Forty-one dollars. Well, he was a white guy. Forty-one dollars. He's a white blonde yeah, guy from guy. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been no, talking. No, like John... I was from Michigan. No, for... that was what's his name? John uh, Smith, wasn't it? Or uh... with John Smith? No, who was the yeah the Mormon? Yeah, the John one that was with oh, Pocahontas. Yeah. No, the guy who started the John Smith in the silver underwear. <laughs> Right? Something like that. Mormons don't listen to us. I, If we offend the Mormons, we're sorry. Nobody can offend the Mormons. Can, do the Mormons listen to us? Is there anyone Mormon out there? The Mormon. That's why they did that uh, broadcast thing, the, the Broadway show. Even the guy said when they did it, they knew they could not offend them. Has anyone asked anyone in Utah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They went. I've seen a. I actually saw a guy doing interviews, and they're not offended. <laughs> That's a stadium I would like to go to. We were talking about beautiful scenery. The scenery out of outside of Rio Tinto Stadium in Salt Lake City or outside of Salt Lake City, wherever that yeah. is, that ground looks incredible. And Vancouver yeah. was there to start the season, mm-hmm. and they weren't allowed to play at home until July. Mm-hmm. And they We've shared a few the games ground out of there. Yeah, you have. Yeah, out of Salt Lake. Sandy, Sandy, really? Utah. Yeah. It's out in Sandy. It's a it's a desert out there. Oh yeah, pretty much. But yeah. it's a town, and uh, who's a uh, Canadian golfer, what's his name? Mike Weir was living there. I don't know if he's still living. Oh, he there. played out there. His uh, he did his degree school, there, didn't he? And then he, Utah, yeah. And he stayed there, and yeah. Stayed and his there. wife was from there. That's right. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but we did a game from the other day because they started at this uh, before Rio Tinto Stadium was built. They were at the they university. were at the Utes. Yeah, Utah Utes. The football stadium was it the Utes? Yeah, or was it Brigham? Oh. Uh, Brigham Young, yeah, another Mormon question. Maybe legend, legend of the Mormons, Brigham Young. He was the guy that actually did the trip. The trip, the with trip. The, the well, he brought them. Yeah, they, they had to get out from East Coast because they were getting uh, persecuted. Um, persecuted, and they needed to find somewhere, and they went somewhere where nobody thought they would bother them, which is true. Utah. Can you imagine Utah back in those like how hard a life that would have been. Oh, it's a hard life now. I think. But the but the mecca of the Mormons, yeah, surprising. I think they were the last one in the union, were they not? What well, Utah? One of the last ones. No. Well, well, I've been trying. The last to... two were Hawaii and Alaska. Yeah. I've been yeah. trying to but talk about the new team in the union. All right, new team. I've been trying to talk about the new team in the union that is the Canadian Premier League. Yes, owned Van- by the same guys. Vancouver, yeah, owned by the the ownership group of Pacific FC, led by. Did you you didn't play with Rob Friend? Did you? We would have missed each other, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm i not sure. He probably was part of, camp. probably part of a camp. Uh, but On the back end of yours. Yeah, Starlight, that same te- uh, ownership team group that own Pacific, have got a team in Vancouver, which from a soccer perspective is great to have a, a team in a major metropolitan city because York, albeit in Toronto, they're not actually a Toronto Suburb. team. There's no team in Montreal, so yep. you know there's the Calgary and, well, and Edmonton and Alberta connection, but it's great to have a team in Vancouver. We were talking, weren't you and I talking about uh, Victoria and 
the right size stadium. No, we were talking oh. about the right size stadiums uh, that they did for the CFL and when they did it at BMO that actually made, and we were talking about women's soccer, that it's important that they don't go play in a Wembley or in a Commonwealth. Yeah, it's got to be a soccer-specific. Well, not just the specific, small, but they can size. So they don't, intimate. you know, you put 5,000 people in a perfectly sized yeah, right. yeah. Uh, stadium. Yeah. It's a party. That's you right. put 5,000 people at the L.A. Coliseum to see Canada, <laughs> Canada, Columbia. Honduras. Um, Colombia. Colombia, sorry. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, right? No. So you have to give the fans the right approach and that Victoria have Pacific and now Vancouver, you do have a rivalry. And someone described it as, well, brothers always compete and siblings always complete. So, you know. Yeah. Well, MLS actually had uh, teams early on that were owned by... Um, same people. Different situation, though. <clears throat> that was that. That was you had a few billionaire multi-sport owners that were able to yeah. Lamar afford Hunt, the hits. Right. right? The Kraft had a couple teams, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Kraft, La- Lamar. Um, Lamar Hunt. Yeah, yeah. He would have been the driver. Oh, from I, I guess the Chiefs. And he goes back to the North American Soccer League. He, Lamar Hunt. Lamar Hunt. Yeah, he's he a, he's a, a legend. He was, Talk about he was the one who game. named it the so- Soccer Bowl. In like the Super Bowl, he called that it was the, the soccer NASL Bowl championship. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. The reason, yeah, he was he he was a reason why they called it the Super Bowl. Right. The Super Bowl. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. The back in the day, Hank Strom, the first couple games. With I think the it was his granddaughter had a ball, one of those Super Balls, and was bouncing it at night, and that's what actually gave. gave oh, one of those the idea. those rubber balls that like bounced the Super Balls. It was called the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh wow! Remember those things? Pew, fired off. The oh thing. yeah, they were fantastic. They were great. Take your eye out. Am great. I right that there was only one Canadian soccer bowl champion, and it was Toronto, Croatia, led by Uzebu? No, that would be wrong. Well, the Vancouver Whitecaps won it. The NASL, mm-hmm. the soccer bowl. What year was that? Nineteen seventy-nine. Oh, wasn't that the last year though? Does that count? Craig remembers no. he was twenty-two years what are you old. Talking at the about. Time. We went till the 84, 83. That late? I didn't yeah. know that. There was a movie made. Yes, it was still going. When I went to England in 84, it was still going, yeah. There was Just. A, wow. There was a movie made about the NASL. Um, Rongan was featured in it. Thomas Rongan, a friend of the show. And I've got to find it now. It's on one of the platforms. Yeah. Well, the Cosmos one is amazing. The Rise and Fall of the New York Cosmos. You know what platform that's on? Unbelievable documentary. Really, really good. I loved watching them when Pelly was there, and I remember it. It being it would be on ABC, and we'd finally got American TV. Yeah. And I remember us getting cable and having that little oh, cable amazing. thing that went, brrr, brrr, like it changed yeah. the channels. Because I used to be the remote control because yeah. I was the youngest in the family. So it was literally having to go up and change the channel all the time. What did you get in Ottawa? Was it ABC, NBC, Fox, We got all Vermont? that, but it was out of, no, Watertown, New York. Watertown. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, I want to throw it back to Sharms. Let you go out. Sharms, tell us what you're doing. Yeah. Tell us what you got well, planned for your next few days. Well, right now I'm, I'm on memo. Not me. <laughs> so, well, He's waiting for a call. You know, I mentioned John, John for chips for like, 60 bucks, right? Yeah. Who's John Chip? Punch. 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 Is punch. Punch. Eric Estrada. How much? He's got yeah. to be about How much do you think he goes for? 500. 
No, no. $186. Really? If I'm John, if I'm John, I'm pissed. No, he was Eric Estrada was always the king well, compared to Joe Baker. Eric Estrada was the star. Well, who picks who, who the who picks the number? The the person. Right? I think the person gets know. to pick the number, but they do it based on their own market value that they think anyway. Sure. Bruce Buffer's on Memo? I thought it was a Canadian thing. Um, Bruce Buffer. Uh, what was it? Memo? Or was it? I, I don't know. Why can't you be on both? Why can't you be on both? I don't know. I hope people are still listening yeah. to the show. That's yeah, why that's I'm why I want to get us charms. Point. Get back to yeah, get sorry, off okay. Memo. Tell us your tell yeah. us your uh, seven days out there. Um. So tomorrow, this training tomorrow morning. I'm heading down down there for training. So that's Thursday uh, morning, I'm not, right? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Thursday morning, sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure what availabilities there are for players because of the whole COVID protocols. Usually you go to these training sessions, you can get some one-on-ones hooked up, you know, but I just don't know what they are right now. And then the game, of course, is on Friday, um, doing a bunch of hits around that. And then over the weekend, I don't know what I'm doing on the weekend, actually. We got, we got to try and get another um, uh, another interview here. Yeah. Well, I've got, I brought some some podcast gear with me. Not to so, use tonight, um, though. Get, get Fitzy to reach out, or I'll t- reach out to Fitzy. I gotta tell you a story. Is, is Pesci yes. coming to Ukraine? Yeah. Is Pesci yeah. coming? Do you know? Yes. He, oh, he is. Oh, oh, Pesci, no. Oh, no. it's not. Eh? Okay. No, Pesci's not coming. All right. Well, but we'll Paul's figure not, it out. Paul but to be honest, I don't know what my plans are. Um, as Brendan will tell you, when you do these kind of trips, you kind of just fly by the seat of your pants. You try and plan things, mm-hmm. but things change continuously. So uh, you just you're ready when. You're when the, the internet is ready. When the inter- hey, we're going to let you go. Thanks, Charms. The internet's given out in my backyard. Hey, can I host? I wanted to keep it going with yeah. him. I wanted him host. to come back and talk about what, it was, what it's like. You're hosting now. Uh, what it's like to... I'm the host now. Yes. Sorry, I just had a real ego moment. It was a good feeling. Oh, you've come back. Go spend your per diem at the hotel bar. We're saying goodnight to you. Are we co- the internet keeps flubbing up. That's... Bye. That's James Sharman, everyone's favorite pie man and soccer host and mercenary for Sportsnet in Edmonton. You got a quick story. Let's Jeez. end on that. You, you, Richie you were trying Larea. to tell him something. Okay. Oh, Richie, we're, we're yeah. We're have him on shortly. So uh, I see Richie uh, at the uh, Toronto Raptors game on Friday, right? Had a really good time after the game. We saw each other at halftime. We saw each other after, how to bite to eat. And... Uh, He's giving it large. He's like, ah, oh, you're such a legend. And fucking giving all this, right? The big L word. The legend word. My parents love you and all that. Oh, great. That's awesome. So I, I go to send him a message on Twitter, and he's not even following me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I so go we're to, not getting him on the I show. Go to John, I go to Oso. I, I say, hey, tell Richmond to, <laughs> to follow me. And I go, how does it... How is it Friday? I was a legend, and Tuesday, I find out he's not even following me. I go, and by the way, I'd r- I want to get his parents. I want to get his parents. I would rather, yeah, so he's worried I'm going to bump him from his parents. I told him, I said, I'm going to just interview your parents. They sound more interesting. Where Where's Richie from? He's a Toronto, Toronto, Toronto he's cat. A Toronto mm-hmm. boy, yeah. yeah. And he went to Florida. He was uh, playing in Orlando. Like Toronto proper or suburbs? I'm not sure to be honest. Okay, mm. we should look into that. Certainly, the uh, what would what include Brampton, Toronto in the greater area? Jeez, Brampton's I think you may be a GTA guy. Hours. 
They, then they have for a long time. Brampton and Scarborough, hotbed, right? Yeah. That would be if if you wrote a book about you know the last fifty years in Canadian soccer or thirty years or getting to this point, maybe that's the book idea. Maybe you know what's interesting for the World Cup. Yeah, that would be a good book. Why isn't there? It used to be made up of half guys from BC, huh? Yeah, it would have been. I guess when you played. Yeah. That's more of a because Canadian, Canadian soccer has always been a very regionally divided thing, though. Right yeah. when it comes to organizing the provincial programs, I think yeah. that's what surprised people. Because I thought even you know the Dwayne tells all these stories and told a couple in the book about all his regular drives to Hamilton to play on the provincial team. But there's a lot of people, in, himself included, that would have been in situations where it wasn't possible to drive to Hamilton every Saturday, multiple times a week, to participate in that. But what if you were from Windsor or St. Thomas or Timmins? Could you be in the provincial team if it was that centrally mm. fixed and, and located like that? Probably not. So at what point do you get involved in the program? We hear all these stories yeah. all the time. Yeah. These guys that end up going away, you know, 13, 14, or 17 and have never had a sniff yeah. in the national setup of the national program, yeah. then they make it big pro. And because some coaches knocking on the door. Parents couldn't afford to send them, you know, to training. In Toronto. The same publisher that did the Dwayne book is uh, has partnered with an author who's writing a book with Fonzie. And I'm very much looking forward to that book, to see what that story was like, his, his come up, um, because his his situation at Edmonton, and, and uh, I know that uh, there were some teams where he was you know able to participate in because uh, the parents on the other teams were able to facilitate fees and rides and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to, to hear that story, and, and obviously that's uh, – a story that's not exclusive to Canada or Edmonton or to no. him or his parents' situation. No. That's a far more common story than we might realize. It is. Well, when you hear one in three families can't afford to put their kids in sports. In sports, period. Period. Yeah. I mean, hockey is ridiculously expensive. Oh, forget about it. It's so I kind of I remove that from the equation. Totally. It's but when game. you present that stat with basketball and soccer and these sports that should realistically be more affordable, and in much of the world are, it's very disappointing that here it's not and how commercialized and it's become it's become with these yeah. hockey camps and everything yeah. uh well all sports do it but but hockey is 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 just insane but for craig and i up until he took off we were playing yeah there were city sports but you also played high school sports and you just played all the time and one of the things that changed was specialization mm. wasn't you know like i i played you know we couldn't if i i grew up with three boys and you know, my dad said, you got to stop playing hockey because he couldn't afford three kids playing hockey. <laughs> and it wasn't even about the affording. It was also just getting us to the rink and all that. Sure. And luckily, my two older brothers went to univers- uh, high school first. So we got into the high school sports, which were football, basketball, track. Three of the cheapest sports you can yeah. imagine because yeah. football – for some reason, all the equipment's paid for by the school. Yeah. But that's fo- only football. Yeah. It's the only sport. Right? Yeah. Like, you could think hockey. If your school had a hockey team, they'd do the same thing. There's a lot of schools, though, in school districts in this country that do not have American football. Yeah. And I feel like that equipment contingent is one of them. Right. Because across the board, if it is offered, it's paid for by the school. Right. There's a lot of districts that don't do it. Like in British Columbia, rugby is massive. More there, there are very few school districts that have football, which is yeah. surprising. Yeah, no, that's true. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Friday. Uh, I'm really glad that we did the John Herbman interview and Jonathan Azorio. Those are on YouTube now. If you haven't heard those, seen those, go check them out. The John Herbman podcast is up. We'll get the Azorio podcast up tomorrow. Yeah, this week as well. Or yeah. today, Put if that you're up, listening uh, today, Thursday. Yeah, listening basically, today. when we'll, it'll go up, we'll get that up. And uh, oh, we've and got some fun stuff too. We've got some fun stuff. So we're going to. Uh, you're going to see the the way you've never seen people being interviewed. We put them on the spot, and it's. Uh, uh, get to know me in nine questions with Footy Prime, and we put John and uh, Oso through the gauntlet of questionings because we want these guys to be known, mm-hmm. and our job is to help promote them. Mm-hmm. And we yep. want you to know them and get to know us a little bit better, which is why we're giving you content every single day. <laughs> Almost least, every day. At least for this week. We've upped the ante. We have. The zone was the zone was not the ceiling, it was the bar. And now, now we're... <laughs> Continuing to raise it. Yeah. So please help us, for God's sakes. We're not on memo. Yeah. You can help us by subscribing to our YouTube page. And we can buy another heater. Footy Prime. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, footy underscore prime. We're on Instagram and TikTok at footy prime the podcast. And write us a review wherever you listen to us. Wonger didn't get to that review. We'll save that for the next show, perhaps. One great review that may or may not be from someone with a pseudonym that's in this group, in this tent, perhaps. Would have written that. <laughs> We could, but do you think any of us have the time or yeah. the, even I think, the inclination? I think Greg USMNT legend. That might be someone that we that we know. What Greg Berhalter who's writing these? Who's writing these reviews? Uh, leave us say uh, write us a review. Uh, give us five stars, as Bomani Jones says. If you give us four stars, we're inclined to be, believe you're a hater. So give us five stars and uh, give us a follow. And as James Sharman says, cheers for listening. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.